Well, hello, I'm Dr. Shante Haynes with Heart to Heart Truth Ministries, and this is your truth for the week. The question today is, what questions should we avoid? What questions should we avoid? Well, we're going to take a tip from a study that was done just recently from 2 Timothy chapter number 2, and we are going to talk about those foolish and unlearned questions. Let's go ahead and take a listen. What was laid on my heart this morning was a passage of scripture that I had to go back to. I didn't see it um, early on in life, in my journey of life, I should say. And when I saw it, I was like, man, if I had known that that was in the Bible earlier, I could have avoided quite a bit. And that is 2 Timothy, the second chapter, the 23rd verse says, but reject foolish and ignorant disputes, knowing that they breed quarrels. In the King James, it says, avoid foolish and unlearned questions for they do gender strife. And so I wanted to share with you what those things mean. When we look at those questions, you know, people often come up with questions for us. Foolish questions or moros in the Greek, where we get our word moron from, are silly and stupid. And I know as a teacher, I would always say there are no dumb questions. They're not dumb questions or stupid questions if you legitimately have a curiosity regarding whatever the subject matter is. If it is on point and it is your question, ask it. We used to have someone in class that would ask questions and you know they know the answer to it. And it's like, why are you asking that question? And after class, they would come up and say, well, I was asking it for somebody else. Well, nobody else asked the question. So you're just wasting time. Unlearned questions are those that are ignorant, uninstructed, uninformed, untaught, nonsensical, inept, trifling, or absurd dis dis um, disputations. They gender strife when you're answering these questions. And I know many of us is probably saying to ourselves, I wish I didn't even entertain that question. Some people, if they're asking truly out of curiosity, that's the place to be, answer that question. But some people are doing it out of nosiness. Some people are doing it to get you just to argue with them. I've had someone who would say, um, in passing, if I answer a question, a biblical question, and I would answer it, and then they would turn around and say, I know that's what the word says, but you never, never, never argue with God's word because you're arguing with God. And as it says, your arms are too short to box with God. So if it leads to strife, leads to disputes or fights or quarrels or controversy, we don't entertain those questions. Now, I will say that I am working, I'm doing a podcast this year, and my podcast is answering those questions that you would have. I want them to be legitimate questions. But I did put one out regarding tithing. And I know for some people, it's a sore subject. We don't want to talk about money. We don't want to give it away, but we give it away to everybody else. I guess I should say, we don't want to give it to the church. We don't want to give it to those who are feeding us spiritually. And we really should. Our spiritual food is just as important, if not more so, than our physical food, our intellectual food. We feed ourselves in those different ways but we want to return to God what he has given to us. So that's important for us to 
consider. Now, I will tell you this, and I always want to do things within context, that that does come after the 22nd verse, where Paul is writing to Timothy and he says, flee your youthful passions and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart, but reject those foolish and ignorant disputes. Now, when I had the one question about tithing and the person responded on my YouTube channel and it kept going back and forth, I answered initially. And then I said, he answered another. He was still going back to the Old Testament. And I reminded him that Jesus talked about tithing in the New Testament, but he couldn't see that. He didn't want to hear that. He kept going back. So I simply asked the question, where did you get your understanding? Where did you get your learning from? What college did you go to? What seminary did you attend? And instead of getting an answer, I got some other information. The question really on the books is, why do you not want to return a minimum of 10% to God when we give 15, 18, 20% to a waitress that brought us a waiter that brought us water or juice or our plates that we ended up paying for also? Avoid foolish and unlearned questions. One of my um, pastor friends says this way, I'll answer your question once and then I'm going to block you because I know me that I will then get upset regarding it and I will beat you over the head with the Bible. And we don't want to do that. So he learns to block. I appreciate that too. But I also wanted to remind you the second Timothy chapter number two, verse 23 is also referred or referenced again, um, said again, the same thing in Titus, the third chapter and the ninth verse. The Bible says, um, third chapter and the ninth verse, sorry. It says, but avoid foolish debates, genealogies, quarrels, and disputes about the law, for they are unprofitable and worthless. <clears throat> if the question is unprofitable or worthless, we avoid it. And let me back up to verse eight so I do it within context. Paul writes to, to Titus and says, this saying is trustworthy. I want you to insist on those things so that those who have believed God might be careful to devote themselves to good works. These are good and profitable for everyone, but avoid foolish debates, genealogies, quarrels, and disputes about the law, for they are unprofitable and worthless. He goes on to say, reject a divisive person after a first and second warning, knowing that such a person is perverted in sins being self-condemned. So avoid those foolish questions and you won't have the arguments that you thought you would. Yes, in a house, there are many vessels. Some questions should be answered. Some we need to avoid. This is your study for this week and I think we've got a lot to chew on. Have a fantastic rest of the day. I'm Dr. Shantae Haynes. Um, and so glad that you're part of this transformative biblical truth group. Uh, well, I tend to want to make sure, the teacher and me, I want to make sure that you put feet to your faith so that you can walk victoriously. Have a fantastic rest of your week. Hi, thanks for listening and watching. And if you enjoyed what you've seen, make sure you subscribe, like, and share. And hit that notification button so you'll know the next time there's a new episode. Listen, as a result of my coaching program,
my clients have experienced a calming of the emotional roller coaster. They have a compelling future as well as the confidence and the know-how to achieve it. And they have clarity on the financial tools that they need in order to live life on their terms and save tens of thousands of dollars. I'm looking for women who are devastated by the double deeds, divorce or death, who want to gain confidence to live life on their terms with peace and financial security. My question is, who do you know? Have them go ahead and book a call with me so that we can get to that compelling future. My heart may be broke, but your bank account doesn't have to be. It's our pleasure to offer free resources from grief to gain, financial healing after heartbreak can be found at shantahaines.com backslash free dash gift or three secrets to overcome loneliness while grieving the life you expected at shantahaines.com backslash lonely and other financial wisdom and much, much more. Please visit shantahaines.com backslash free dash resources. You can find us online at shantahaines.com. That's C-H-O-N-T-A-H-A-Y-N-E-S dot com. We are a division of Heart to Heart Truth Ministries and Heart to Heart Truth Foundation. At Heart to Heart Truth Ministries, we're helping believers live an abundant life based on God's word, standing on his promises, walking out his principles, sharing with God's people, serving as unto the Lord.